Hi everyone, you are through to the podcast series in the hub. This is episode 26 if you are listening on Spotify, Google Play and of course if you can see us on YouTube. I am Zoe Wadsworth, the creator of Ask Zoe and the Hub community and each month we invite an expert to talk about a topic of conversation that can help you in your business. So as we are approaching uh, the second month of 2024 we are actually talking about efficiencies for businesses. This is because we talk about how you can win more business which is great and how we can help you with your marketing and your business development but ultimately if if your business isn't working smarter rather than harder, you ultimately will run out of steam. You'll feel like you're on that hamster wheel and you don't know how to get off. I'm sure you've all heard of them analogies or maybe felt them at times in your business. So we've got to look at efficiencies, systems and processes to help you be um, full-rounded in business as a business owner, but also ultimately successful. So you're looking not just at the front end, which is your marketing and your sales, but also the back end, which is looking at everything that supports that. So as you know, the Hub and our webinar series invites um, an expert to come and talk about the topic of conversation because as you know, guys, we're not an expert of everything and nobody is. <laughs> so if somebody does say that they are, they're lying. Um, so just keep that in mind that it is the experts that know that their stuff when we are having them spotlighted through our community. So we do encourage you to reach out to them um, and watch this on playback as well, um, if you wish, to get the maximum uh, amount of value out of um, our expert for the day. And today, without further ado, we have got Emily Oxford from Slice. Um, Emily, do you just want to introduce yourself, please? Yeah, thank you, Zoe. So I am Emily and I am one half of Slice. Uh, so myself and Lisa Betsworth, we run a business consultancy that specialises in virtual assistants, recruitment and HR. Amazing. So... For those that don't know, I've known Emily um, probably for as long as I've been networking um, in terms of our backgrounds. Um, Emily, we've been in HR um, and myself in hospitality and then coming into the business community around eight years ago. But also we've known Lisa as well, the other half of Slice, um, since uh, 20, um, uh, 16, 17, I think we met towards the end of that year um, through um, a mutual contact called Katie Ford. So we're well um rehearsed with what they can do and they I call them the dynamic duo <laughs> because you know they've got a wealth of knowledge of how they can help you in your business as Emily has just kindly shared so we're talking about systems and databases um today in terms of efficiencies um so you, do you just want to explain what that means to you in your business Emily and and, and for your clients because I think people hear the term systems and databases and processes but actually what you know does does that mean so what does that mean to you and your clients so we can give them a good understanding of the topic so for us it's that next stage from probably getting off a spreadsheet most businesses when they start up will need to track something so whether it's tracking your expenditure whether you've got staff and you're tracking holidays or sickness absence or any other process within your business, there's a, a chance that you want to track it, look at it, analyze it. And most people start on an Excel spreadsheet, which is absolutely fine. But as your business gets more complicated, maybe you have multiple income streams, multiple services, multiple products, trying to track that 
and remember the formulas for it, and we all Google formulas, everybody does it, <laughs> um, it can get complicated. And also there's a risk that if you delete a piece of data, you delete a formula, delete a cell by mistake, you will lose everything that you're looking for. So it's really looking at that next step, whether a bespoke system or something off the shelf can get you the information that you need, maybe time-saving as well in terms of data entry and probably more realistic figure of or you know data and stats of what you're looking for. So systems, databases, just take you to that next level of looking at your business, whichever area it is. I agree because, I mean, when you first start out in business, and I was this, guys, um, even with my hospitality background, everything was in a notebook. And bear in mind, I've still got my notebooks, but everything is also backed up. Uh, I mean, myself and Emily actually uh, did a session on Friday with a client. And the reason it was backed up and I sent, you know, the access to Emily before was in case of any eventuality that we needed access to it um, and uh, lo and behold the laptop died and we did but I was able to gain access to that through my phone and share it on screen so you know systems and processes for me are also there for for that eventuality of backup you know and so that you have a record as well and I know with you know being a business owner I used to put everything in a notebook but ultimately if that notebook gets lost or gets damaged what else do you have um and i think you know in the world of efficiencies jargon can be used and it can scare a lot of business owners as well so you know even the term crm one of the common questions we get asked in the sales and the marketing side is i'll recommend track everything in a crm and there'll always be somebody that says to me well what does crm mean uh, and why do i need to use it that sounds complicated and the reason we invite the experts into the community is so it doesn't become complicated. You know, no one, you know, understands jargon by the person who is from that sector, you know. So it's about making it accessible. Uh, would you Would you agree, Emily? Did you find you're in yeah. that conversation a Absolutely. lot with business owners? Yeah, and they're, they're kind of like, and there's so much of an offering out there as well. And it's trying to work out what is best suited. So there's some very specific industry systems out there that are useful, but there's also some really good off the shelf ones. Um, and the other thing that it benefits is sharing. Like we've talked about having industry experts, you can then easily share your information with them. So for example, you might be, starting all your income and expenditure on a spreadsheet and then you get an accountant well to have to share that spreadsheet and share it and make changes would be an absolute nightmare whereas if you're on a good accounting software the access is there it's cloud-based it's backed up like we've said if you somebody deletes that spreadsheet then you've gone you've lost knowing what you what money you've got going in and out so being able to share it as well with the experts so they can access it and help gives you a massive efficiency rather than having to send documents backwards and forwards. Um, so yeah, if once you can get over that hurdle of it's a big step, it's a next step, mm -hmm. the benefits you will gain absolutely will outweigh those. Definitely. And I, I know you mentioned it um, quite early on um, in, in the process and when we started working together and the, the biggest and also Elaine, who is our webinar expert for, for this month, um, talked about your most valuable uh, commodity is time. Mm -hmm. And I think as well, when people get over that fear of, look, 
this is the next step rather than a big step, you know, a natural process in terms of development and moving your business forward through efficiencies and systems and processes uh, that the time that it gives you as, you know, that, that benefit amongst anything else to do with what we've spoke about with backups and, you know, efficiencies, time is your biggest benefit and, you know, time is money in, Mm. Absolutely. In the grand scheme of things, when you're running a business, time is most definitely money. Um, and you've got to be thinking about how you can be most efficient and effective, you know, with your time. And I know looking at efficiencies and the right systems and the right databases and the right processes for your business can ultimately, you know, help you be more successful. Do you just want to share kind of a little bit of an insight on how you do that yourself, Emily, at Slice? Yep. Because I know you're quite unique in terms of um, in, when a business owner may think, okay, I'm running out of time, um, I need yep. maybe a new member of staff, but they may not have the systems and processes in to support that. Actually, you know, explaining a little bit more about what goes on. Uh, yeah. with slice with with the business owners because i think you offer quite a unique value proposition with that in what you do so it'd be useful yeah. to share that yeah absolutely so it's quite common for a business owner when they start running out of time or that to-do list gets really long with the admin duties to assume they need to recruit somebody um so they straight away will come say i need to get an admin assistant what we actually do, which to the outsiders looking in might see that we're doing ourselves out of business because we're a recruitment consultant. So absolutely, we'd love to recruit you an admin person. But do you genuinely need one? So we actually go back a stage and talk to the clients about what it is that is making them either lose time or feel that they're too busy and go through an exercise to work out where they're spending their time, what it is that they think they need to get this admin assistant to do and actually check to see if they do genuinely need anybody. And probably a good 60% of the time, if they are at the early stages of feeling busy, a system or outsourcing something is a better solution than recruiting somebody. Because unless you're looking at, you know, a good two to three days full capacity work, that's not really a job vacancy. Um, you're, you're better suited spending your money on. And actually, we do a cost versus time exercise and people realize it's actually cheaper for them or more cost effective for them. Mm-hmm to either outsource some of it to an expert. Again, business owners have to wear all the hats to start with, but eventually you can start taking some of those hats off and give them to other people to do. Um, And that puts time back into your business or a system might be better at managing what you're doing. So for example, if they're not on an accounting software to start with, moving them onto that, they will probably save time in that respect. We work with them on that and guide them through that process and utilizing the experts, like you said, through networking that we've got. And they can still there then for when hopefully they do get to that stage where genuinely they do need to recruit. Um, And then who's better to recruit than than us? Because we've spent all that time in their business. We know what they're like. We've got to know their culture. And we know exactly the type of work that this person's going to be doing, the type of business they're going to be working in. And then at that point, we would suggest recruiting somebody in. So, yes, slightly different. Somebody comes and asks us to recruit for them. We don't always say yes. Yeah. And that's why I wanted Emil to share that, because I think that is a, a quite a unique value proposition when you think of recruitment um, in, in terms of doing kind of the legwork to make sure, um, you know, it is the right decision for the business. But ultimately, they wouldn't be able to do that if they didn't recommend, you know, systems, databases and processes to ensure that that 
is the right decision. So really, um, in, in the back of this podcast, guys, I would recommend for yourself to reflect your own systems and processes within your business. Because if you are contemplating your next staff member or what is the next stage for development, you know, it's worth its weight in gold to speak to an expert like Emily and Lisa from Slice. Um, so if someone is kind of considering that, Emily, and the you know, because we will have li listeners with systems and processes in place. You know, what is the biggest top tip you can give them if they are actually sat there listening to this podcast and thinking, well, yes, so I do have efficiency in place. Yes, we do have systems and databases, but we're still, you know, not sure on that next step. So is there a top tip, anything you can recommend for that listener on, on today's podcast? Yeah, I think it's it's about looking where you are spending your time. Where do we we always feel bogged down in a certain area? So it's that kind of natural gut feeling of right, I feel bogged down in this area and doing a bit of analysis of how much time you actually spend on it. We do um a, a process we go through with clients is time against money. So looking at where you are spending the most time in your business and then putting your hourly rate against that. So if you were to charge a client for an hour of your time, what would you charge them? Put that against where your time and what you're spending on certain areas. And that will highlight where you are putting most of your time and therefore most of your valuable money time on that certain area. And that mm -hmm probably highlight which bit of your business you're spending a lot of time on. So for example, if you're spending a lot of time managing, I don't know, staff, so their holiday entitlements, tracking their sickness, tracking who's off and when, if that takes a lot of your precious time, that's something that you could do better. You may have a system, but if it's quite a data entry heavy system rather than a self-service system where staff can log things themselves and it's got an automated process, it might be just that you got the first stage of a process in a system but we can automate it and we can move into that stage getting into automations are amazing when things start doing things for themselves <laughs> yeah definitely and I think that is the biggest thing you can do guys listening to this if you haven't done one in a while do a time management activity to really understand kind of where your best you know resource is to be spent and where you uh, you know, for example, our business, you know, with the marketing strategy, I've come to the conclusion that I'm not the best person to type up the reports. One, because I'm dyspraxic. Two, because it takes me longer than it would, for example, uh, using um, Slice's VA services because I'm too attached to that project. So I've actually got to take an analytical approach on it saying, yes, of course I can do it, but is that the best thing for the client and best thing for obviously the resource and the time? So we've actually learned that lesson in our business, but it was through doing that time management activity. And yes, we used to run an events company. So you would think we are quite good at time management, which we are, but sometimes you have to go back down to basics and kind of reassess things and relook. So if you are like, you know, at the stage of maybe 18 month, two year in business, you know looking for growth and looking at these systems and process to benefit you or if you're like me and you're eight years in and you need to just relook at things to make sure everything's been as efficient as possible you know I definitely recommend what Emily's just shared there in terms of that time management because it's quite enlightening 
Um, and I always give this example. When we originally did it, we were spending 16 hours one week and 19 hours another week um, doing admin and back office tasks. Now, if you times that by my hourly rate back then, it was roughly in the region of £750 to £1,500 that I could have been getting additional into my business if I would have outsourced. But we're only, you know, just, you know, actually listening to that data uh, to improve them efficiencies. So, you know, it's about implementing what your stats are also telling you when you do that task. So my recommendation is, you know, take that top tip from Emily listening to this podcast episode, but also make sure you put in action uh, against it and having these conversations with Emily you know, or somebody that, you know, you're working with currently because you may have a virtual assistant um, existing in your business. I know everyone's going to be at different stages, but 100%, guys, we've seen that as a massive benefit for us. So we do recommend it for yourself as well. So what's coming up with Slice, um, Emily, for 2024? Because I know you, you know, yourself um, and uh, Lisa are very driven entrepreneurs. And I always think it's you know, a great insight into our experts to see what's coming up for the new year. So aside of systems and processes, what's coming up for Slice? Uh, so we've got the HR side of Slice is the, the newest side. So that was only launched 18 months ago. So still, if you sort of take that as a little mini business on its own, that's still in its infancy. And we're still sort of working that out, growing our offering um, and expanding the services that we, we provide on there. So there's definitely some exciting projects in the pipeline uh, to offer more than just your standard retainer HR support. There's uh, some, again, with some systems, <laughs> I've got to throw a system in there somewhere. Uh, but yeah, there's definitely some development um, on the HR offering and extra ways that we can uh, support our clients. And then in terms of FLICE as a business, we are wanting to sort of share our knowledge. So very much doing things like this. We're putting on some events throughout the year. Um, we've got a employment law seminar coming up in March. Um, for anyone that's slightly up to date with employment law, they'll realise there hasn't been much for three years and it's all coming in one go. Um, so we're going to do a seminar on all of that that's coming up. And then we're going to do some regular events where we have guest speakers coming and telling us all about uh, their area of, of expertise. And again, just again, providing that slice of advice that we give uh, to help business owners progress and grow within their business we want to see businesses particularly in the local area grow and flourish and if we yeah. can be a part of that that's amazing amazing and um, I'm really looking forward um, to that growth as well we've kindly been invited by um, Emily and Lisa um, with the slice of advice um, event coming up in March which is the last Thursday of the month um, at 12.30 so if anyone is listening to this and local um, to the South Yorkshire area and thinking actually I would like to attend you know do reach out to us on the podcast channel through commenting or through emailing me at hello at askzoe.co.uk and of course we'll put you in touch with Emily and Lisa and you know get you booked on uh, to that event through the through the booking link um but yeah very much so I, I see that on a day-to-day -day basis that you know you're constantly you know are giving that value you know through 
you know, being kind enough to join me on today's, you know, podcast to running these seminars and events just to give that additional value. Because one thing I would say, it positions you as the experts and yeah. that's, in, you know, invaluable, you know, within networking and your marketing strategy. And one of the reasons we've invited you along today to, you know, just share your insights, you know, to our hub community but also to the wider audience within our network because it's about demystifying efficiencies and looking at your right systems and your processes that work for you and that's the reason why it's so important guys to go and speak to an expert because not one size fits all but they can you know you can do the basics and you can do the due diligence with MLA and with Lisa to make sure that whatever that next step is in your business you know it, it's the right step um, however scary it may be at first I can promise you you're you're in good hands so if anyone is listening to this um, Emily and they think yeah you know I'm at the start of my journey I'm looking at VA services for example or I'm quite well into my business journey but I'm not sure you know where to go next with recruitment you know or even just systems and processes for additional support how would they be best getting in contact with you following uh, today's episode well, if you search for me on LinkedIn, so Emily Oxford on LinkedIn, I am fairly active on there, whether that be posting, commenting, sharing things, that's how I find, and again, sharing knowledge. Um, so LinkedIn is probably the best place to find me, or my email address is emily at slicesolutions.co.uk. Amazing. And do follow them on social media as well, guys. You will find them, Slice, on all the main um, platforms, Facebook, you know, LinkedIn, um, and do go and give them a follow if you can. But I just want to thank you again, Emily, for sharing your insight and your knowledge to the Hub community. Um, and we um, just hope everyone's enjoyed the episode today and we'll look forward to seeing you all soon. Thanks, Zoe. Thanks, Emily. We'll see you all soon, guys. And that's a wrap for the Hub Podcast for February for episode 26.